Welcome to Helping Challenging Children. I am Dr. Pat McGuire, author of Never Assume Getting to Know Children Before Labeling Them. I am also a developmental pediatrician who has worked for over 30 years helping children, adolescents, and families learn how to get along and create the best environment to create happy, healthy, and productive adults. This podcast provides knowledge and support to help parents and professionals survive and thrive with challenging children. Each episode will look at a topic that affects how children develop, learn, and behave. Hi, Dr. Pat McGuire here. This is a time of year when a lot of children with sensory issues have meltdowns. In fact, I just met a grandmother and her grandson in the grocery store the other day uh, with the finding uh, through discussion that the grandson was not um, just on Christmas break, but had actually been out of school since the first or second week of December because of uh, his behavior. She said he had been diagnosed in the autism spectrum. And while I didn't see a lot of the, you know, more obvious signs. I did notice that uh, when he was left to his himself, that he just started chewing on the uh, cart, the, the top rail of the cart. His grandmother was awesome working with him, but definitely I could get a feeling that there was frustration because he'd been kicked out of uh, preschools before that. And uh, she had said that he was not going to be allowed back into the school. I asked if he was on an IEP, if he had uh, any special ed um, help, if he had an associate or aide, and none of that had really been put into place yet, although the diagnosis was known. Uh, I did make a suggestion of uh, someone she could contact to get some advocacy help, but it made me think about uh, some other families I'd heard from recently who were complaining about their children being so out of control. And some of them have been labeled, uh, maybe with um, ADHD or oppositional defiant disorder, but it didn't seem to be able to actually help answer and develop plans of, uh, of intervention. And so I started thinking that maybe if I brought up uh, some information on sensory processing issues, it would give them another avenue to pursue. Now, for those that don't know, sensory processing disorder is not found in what they call the Mental Health Bible, which is the DSM-5. They do acknowledge sensory processing issues for certain other disorders uh, in the DSM, such as autism and ADHD, but they don't see it as a disorder onto itself, even though uh, you can find kids diagnosed with this ranging from five to 16% of all children. Now, that means that between one in six and one in 20 children experience significant problems with processing the sensory information that they're getting. And do you know what the sensory information that they're getting is? Well, right now, if you're listening to me, auditory is one of the sensory stimuli. If you're watching the video version of this, then seeing is one of the stimuli. You may also notice how the, the room you're in smells 
or how the seat you're sitting in feels. You may notice if you feel like you're steady or somewhat imbalanced. These are all sensory uh, processing uh, factors. Now, most people don't ask or don't acknowledge the sensory issues that kids are bringing up. They tend to see them as manipulative behaviors. I know that I personally um, am very sensitive for walking on uh, things on the ground. When I was dating my husband, he took me camping and he could walk barefoot in the streams, you know, with all those little rocks and not even notice or be bothered by them. I, on the other hand, was in great pain because of the sharpness of those same little rocks. I had uh, one child who had a lot of issues with color. Certain colors would make her, you know, uh, phobic. I also had uh, issues with some, some children with texture. I had a beanbag chair that I would uh, help kids learn how to relax with, but I had one child who couldn't sit on it because the corduroy just sent, you know, you know, it, it's like uh, fingernails against a chalkboard. That's how he responded to having to touch corduroy. And so sensory issues are very real. They're very uh, frustrating and they can impair the quality of life. They can cause a lot of meltdowns and temper tantrums and refusals and all of the classic descriptors for oppositional defiant disorder, easily, you know, irritated, irritable most days, uh, refuses to do things, argues. And, and that indeed is what happens because they want to avoid what makes them extremely uncomfortable. So if you know of a, a child, and it doesn't have to be a little child, it could be an elementary school, a middle school, or even a high school child that is having sensory issues, they avoid things or they complain and refuse uh, to eat certain foods or have certain foods put together. Look up uh, sensory processing disorder and see if there could be some answers for you and some ideas of how to make life easier for you and for your child. Now, I can't answer all the sensory issues in a short blog, a short podcast, but let's think of one, and that'd be eating. I've had kids that they can eat each ingredient in a sandwich, but they can't eat a sandwich because of the, it, it, it's, it's like a, um, a tsunami of sensory input. It's like they have all these tastes and textures coming at once, the, the taste and texture of the bread of whatever your condiment you put on, of if it's a uh, uh, sandwich with lettuce on it, the, the, the taste and the texture and the smell of the lettuce and the smell of the um, tomato and the smell of you know uh, the condiment, be it mustard or mayo or ketchup or whatever, it becomes too much and they get overwhelmed and they just want to run away. So definitely they don't want to eat it but will they eat the, the item separately? For some of these kids, they will, but it's just putting them all together at the same time that overwhelms their system and causes a fight or flight reaction. 
then that's just one idea of what might cause problems. So my call to action for you for the next week is as you spend more time with you know, kids in your life or kids that you work with, notice where they start avoiding things or where they start getting irritable and take a moment to ask them why. I notice that you're, you're struggling here. I notice that you, you're trying not to do this. I'd like to understand why. Is it something about how it looks, feels, tastes? Is there anything dealing with sound that's involved with this? Anything with smell? What is causing you to try to not get engaged with this? How can I help you to reach whatever the goal is that I have for you, maybe to eat a meal or to go to the grocery store or whatever, and how can we work on this together? Now, it won't get better overnight. It takes years to help develop enough strategies to tolerate the, the sensory issues. But the more we give them time and patience and work with them to develop strategies, the better life will become for them and for you. So with that, I, I wish you a happy uh, holidays week, and I hope that uh, you can get through it with the least amount of stress, knowing that there's going to be a lot of family gatherings. And uh, just take time out with that individual to help them move away from whatever's overwhelming so they can regroup, take their deep breaths, and be able to join in again for short periods of time. Don't expect them to be there for hours or more without lots of breaks. Happy holidays, and I'll talk to you next time.